back to Composer Quest. I'm your host, Charlie McCarran, and I started the show because I wanted to share insights from other composers and songwriters about how they're making music. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know we have a concert coming up on May 11th at 8 p.m. at Yoga Soul here in Minneapolis. Playing at the show will be Peter Fry of Kaziak from episode 3. Knowledge is a wisdom, but I can't see where. Matt Shuby and his wife Donna from episode 7. Paul Spring from episode 11. Cause we'll be going up and down like the Dow Jones and NASDAQ. And the Twin Cities Trio, who will be premiering your listener-submitted arrangements from the first ever Composer Quest quest from episode 22. So if you want to check out these past episodes before you come to the concert, you can visit ComposerQuest.com for the full episode list. Today's guest was introduced to me by my friend Matt Black, who found this guy on Reddit, which is a link-sharing site if you haven't heard of it, and this folk singer-songwriter, Cameron Scott Boster, posted his album on that site, and it just happened to get around a thousand upvotes really fast. So I knew there was some sort of magic behind this album, and I checked it out and was really blown away by the guy. And in the back of my mind, I thought I heard him. So I had Cameron over to talk about his music, and I was a little bit conflicted because he is a prolific songwriter. He wrote around a hundred songs last year, and he's a really good singer, and he just so happens to be going to law school instead of pursuing his music career. Nothing wrong with that, but after you hear his music, you might be a little frustrated with his decision too. But anyways, Cameron's a really cool guy, and I hope you enjoy my talk with him. And stick around, because at the end of the episode, I produced a song by Cameron that he wrote the morning of our interview. Well, our eyes met once on a Saturday night, it was snowing. Well, Cameron, thanks for being here. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. On the show. Very excited. Yeah. Cameron first got in touch with me after he put up an album on Reddit, and it kind of took off. So it did. How did that all happen? Well, I made some tunes. About once a week, I'd make a, a song. Sometimes two a week, maybe one every two weeks. I decided I'd put them all together into a collection of all the songs that I'd done because college is ending. So I thought I'd make it a. These are the songs of my college years, sort of thing. And I posted it on Reddit, not thinking. Because I, I post a lot of things on Reddit, and most and nothing happens because the very the scrutiny is high. But the odds were in my favor that Monday, and it did fairly well. But your your album Round of Joy, it's just a real powerful album. Is it and powerful? I, I I think so. It's got power to it. That's good to hear. Yeah, were these songs drawn from personal experiences? I'm assuming. Well, occasionally, yeah. It's easier to come up with source material if you think about a buddy sometimes or a girl that you don't particularly enjoy the company of anymore. (laughs) It's honest, I suppose. Well, there's definitely some bitter songs uh, towards... I'm not a bitter. Well, 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 maybe I am. Well, not bitter, but just (laughs) really... Do you have any specifics in mind? 
Um, Round of Joy, for example. The title track, the line... Oh, see, yeah. see, what is it? My love, if you fell in a river. I'd probably let you go. <laughs> that was just because that would be a funny scenario. Oh, my love, you're a thorn in my side, you know. Oh, my love, if you fell in the river, I'd probably just let you go. Oh, my love. I can see sometimes... The tired looks on people's faces, that attitude of, if it really came down to it and you were really in trouble, I'd probably just, you know, raise my hands and walk away because at the moment I'm very tired. So yes, having been in that situation many, many, many times, you know, uh, literally I don't think that you have the legal right to not help someone who's fallen in a river. I think that if that actually happens, you have to. But uh, metaphorically, it's allowed. <laughs> I hope that it seems comical and not as bitter. Oh, yeah. I saw the window wide open, so I jumped hoping I would survive all the long way down. But there's more at the bottom I hadn't seen since I was a boy. One of the songs that... When it started out, I thought it was going to be one of my least favorites on the album, but it turned out to be actually one of my favorites was the song Home is Where You Hang Your Hat. Ah, uh, yeah. Because that, that one, the lyrics started out so simple, and then about halfway through the song, when you hear the line again, after the line about calling up your dad and well, then the, imparting this wisdom onto your friend, then after that. Most songs, for me anyways are born from just a phrase, just kind of pops out of nowhere. And home is where you hang your hat is a phrase that is very common. But my my dad specifically said that. If you get too hung up on where you grew up, it's going to have an impact on your overall happiness because you're not going to feel emotionally available to just pick up and go. I mean, at the moment, I'm totally able to pick up and go. And it's good. It's a gift. To be able to say, who cares? I'm going, I'm leaving, goodbye. I think that's what that phrase means. You know, home is wherever you are. Every time I hit the road, well, I feel I'm going home. And the direction that I'm headed don't matter to me none. Because home is where you hang your hat, it don't matter where you're from. Only matters how you feel and who you are and what you've done. Well, I was feeling blue Yeah, I felt too far from home I spend the nights in houses Where I was all alone I got to feeling lonesome When I called up my old man And here's what he said He said you got to understand That every time I hit the road Well, I feel I'm headed home In the direction that I'm going Don't matter to me none Cause home is where you hang your hat, it don't matter where you're from Only matters how you feel and who you are and what you've done Well, Lord, I had a friend, and he's feeling down and low I could tell that he was feeling things he didn't want to show We went out to a place where the beer was icy cold And when he started crying, I had to stop to let him know 
every time I hit the road Well, I feel I'm headed home And the direction that I'm going Don't matter to me none Cause home is where you hang your head Don't matter where you're from Only matters how you feel And who you are and what you've done So you've been, I don't want to say churning out a lot of songs because yeah, they're really. Yeah, I churn them out. How do you stay inspired to keep writing new lyrics and songs? Don't be afraid to borrow chord progressions, sounds, little ditties, tiny things. Just snatch them all up, and that's one of the reasons why I can churn you know stuff out is because I don't have a problem with reusing or borrowing something that I heard. A lot of people do. And I used to, because I thought it was not original, not creative. But I, I quickly found out that I am not original or creative. I can't make up a new thing. And I very much doubt, anyways, that any of the people that I listened to were the first ones to think of a particular progression. And so once you get over that, sounding good is easy, because you can just borrow. You know, this is what Jackson Brown did in a song. Basically, let's just copy it and just do a little changey thing and pretend, you know, like it's yours. No one will know. No one knows. No one listens to Jackson Brown anymore. The new generation now can steal everything from the older generation and pretend like it's theirs. Ooh, it's kind of controversial. Is it? Well, I don't know why I mean, they would mind. Obviously, chords and melodies, there's only so many different things you can do. Yeah, you don't want to push it. But You don't want to push it. Don't be blatant about it. Be subtle, like a sneaky thief in the night. Hmm. And also be respectful, like leave him like a little note saying thank you very much for what you've done. But really, if you listen enough, you start to pick up on the enormous amount of repetitive, you know, the same chord progression over and over and over again within the same artist all the time. Mm-hmm. all the darn time. Jackson Brown especially is very fond of this thing where he does he does a thing, and he does it all the time. And it's a little annoying, but it's not, because he masks it. It's easy to churn out a lot of songs if you have a lot of different chord progressions in your mind and you know that, you know what, if I do this and I do this, it'll sound new enough. Would you be interested in playing a song or two? Yeah, I- I th- I could. I definitely prepared for it. Okay. This is a song that I specifically designed to impress people. You know? It doesn't mean anything. So it's the worst kind of music. It's vacuous, and it's meant to impress people. But, in general, people... I won't tell people this. I'll tell the composer audience, because I'm sure that they know. They felt the same thing. You know, the need to impress. But, uh, yeah. So this is that song. And it's called Waiting at the Well. Because that phrase is kind of cool, waiting at the well. What are you waiting for? I don't know. Who knows? But, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and play it. Will you be staring at the horizon with that feeling in your heart? And a woman coming down, amen, to tear your life apart She got those red shoes on And that look in her eye 
And she'll be sitting down beside you And telling you her name And laying down her rules to a cheating game She got those red shoes on And that look in her eye Well, you'll be waiting at the well For that right old moment to die Well, you'll be waiting at the water And you'll be calling out her name Yeah, she got those red shoes on And that look in her eye Well, you'll be waiting at the well For that right old moment to die Staring at the horizon with that feeling in your soul And a woman coming down, aiming to take all control She got those red shoes on And that look in her eye Well, you'll be waiting at the water And you'll be calling out her name Yeah, she got those red shoes on And that look in her eye Well, you'll be waiting at the well for that right old moment to die. Well, you'll be waiting at the well for that right old moment to die. There we go. That nice. was the thing. Oh, that's a good song. Was that all right? Yeah. Yeah, that one was fun. You can I, you can crank those out too. You can change it to eating all the popcorn. <laughs> Drinking all the pop. Who knows? <laughs> nice. Where did you learn to sing? Or just self-taught? I don't know. I was. I still am super nervous about singing. I like to do it in the privacy of my room. Sometimes in the bathroom to get the reverb. I probably would have never even started this, doing the songs if it weren't for the fact that my, uh, my upstairs neighbors are completely deaf. You know. And when I knew, figured that out, I was like, that's freedom. You know, they will not complain about my loud singing, and I won't have to think about whether or not they're judging me. They can't hear me. It's great. And one time, though, they accidentally left the water on in their apartment, and it flooded my apartment entirely, and they didn't know. And I didn't know at the moment that they were deaf. So I opened the door, and I said, hey, you guys are, is the water on? What's going on? And I thought that they were ignoring me on purpose, and I thought, these guys are devious, they're flooding places on purpose, and this has to stop. But after I learned it, you know, I then, we then met, and it was great. My upstairs neighbors are fantastic. And I would save it by holding every day inside my hands And I would save it by holding every day inside my hands This guitar has seen a lot of seen a lot of road mm. my mom bought it in helena montana and uh, then we moved to north dakota and then i picked it up because i wanted to learn this uh iron and wine song naked as we came it sounds like it's hard to do but i was almost shocked and angry 
when I realized how simple it was. He's fooled us all, you know? Yeah, I noticed the iron and wine influence in your music, like especially the harmonies you do. Can't escape it. Not getting out for long, not getting out for long. He's waiting on somebody to carry him to some old high and low. One of the songs on your album that I really liked um, was Poor Man's Radio. The melody in that one is just... Um, is it good? Was it a good one? Yeah, it's good. It's like something about your phrasing. It has a like one short phrase. He's buried by the sound. Then another short phrase. He's buried by the sound. And then this long melodic thing that goes up and then you think it's done and it keeps going weather in the morning and talking through his poor man's radio poor man's radio yeah that was a fun one to do i bought a cheap radio from a pawn shop cheap transistor radio i could put on my bike but you know it didn't work out in the end because batteries were too expensive and i dropped it so (laughs) That was a dream. Because, you know, you think back in the old time, people on their bikes, they'd be jamming out to hollow notes as they ride by. I had this vision of myself being the cool guy on campus with the 70s transistor radio on his bike. And I'd bike through and everyone would eventually know me and I'd be the most popular on campus. But it was a dream. It was never meant to be. Because it was superficial. And I ended up, like I said, just dropping it. And it broke. But it was only 10 bucks, so I don't mean, you know. And that's well, how I spent a weekend. That's hope, how. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully you recouped to your costs with the song. I did. I probably did. I didn't think about it that way. Well, the the song "Tobacco Road." Yes, "Tobacco Road." That is a, another really good song. That is one mm-hmm. of my classic tunes. That's one. See, I have. It's got to be close to about 130. I started last year churning them out. I'm going to use the word churn now. And now you have 130 after a year? About 130. Because I do two weeks sometimes. I don't know how the math works out on that one. I don't think it does. And I might be grossly overestimating. But I have a bunch. And I don't know most of them. And I was afraid that you would say, sing this one. And I would say, I can't. And everyone would go, he's just a hack. But no, I really don't know most of them. Because how can you? The memory is limited. I can't fit it all in there. But Tobacco Road, that one I've got on recall at all points. That is one of my favorite tunes. And I remember what happened to make me write that song. What happened was, and I'll, if you want, I'll play it. Would that be all right? Yeah, please. So what happened with Tobacco Road is, first of all, Tobacco Road is just a cool thing. I'm going to Virginia in August for law school. And they grew tobacco there, I guess. I don't know. I read it in a book. And so I thought, hey, what about Tobacco Road? Those words kind of mesh. So that was the the nucleus. And the rest of it came from I was going to Chicago. And I was getting ready to go to the Megabus. And I hope that this girl is not ever going to listen to your show because she'll be so embarrassed. She shows up at the bus stop as I'm about to go to Chicago. I barely know this person. It was such 
an awkward moment. She shows up at the bus stop, and she professes her undying affection right as I'm about to go to Chicago. And I just got on the bus, and it was the worst, but not really for me, because, you know, I'm a terrible person with no feelings. But I'm assuming that it did not feel good for me to get on this. But I felt like it was her fault because there was a bus. I didn't get on the bus. I paid for the ticket, not my fault. Anyways, that's where the song came from. I got home from Chicago and I wrote that tune. I don't actually even know if it relates, but I remember thinking about the situation, how awful it was, and then writing Tobacco Road. So I guess I'll just go ahead and play it. Shot myself in the foot today Waiting in the dark in a chair I found outside Waiting on a woman to come around Waiting for a friend from the other side of town Well it's a lonely part of life That I don't tell anyone about Until Rebecca Hall, she sings the blues but never takes the time to write a song. Well, I met her once in Cornersville, she's looking for a man to sing along. She drank until she fell. I stand out here upon the lonely ground until the night. favorites i also remember that i found a chair in the dumpster outside my apartment and it's now my chair that i use 
and that's where you know I found that chair outside. So it's it's not poetic, you know. I'm literally in the dark, and that chair I found in a dumpster. So it ruins the magic. But that's what I'm here for. That's what the poser quest is about. <laughs> it's about composers coming in. Now that should be the tagline: composer quest, ruining, ruining the, magic. the magic of it, all music. <laughs> that's kind of that's, that's more true than you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's nice. On yeah. that note, hey, why don't we come up with a new song Do of new yours? Tune? Yeah, I'm excited to hear your song that you just wrote this morning. I did. I had a quick clinical psychology class this morning. And uh, so I penned it down because I told you I had a new one. But when I told you, I didn't. (laughs) So I did one in class. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. It's it's not a problem. Fake out Brad. (laughs) before we finish out the episode with the produced version of this song i just wanted to say thanks for joining me on this episode of composer quest with cameron scott boster i'll have links to all the music you heard at composerquest.com slash cameron and you can check out more of cameron's new music at soundcloud.com slash csb2 so now here's cameron's new song called through the window
the sunset is bringing all your laughter Well I hear it with all the birds and the cars and the wind When the moon rises and the darkness falls between us I smile to hear your sweet old song Looking through the window, I think that I'm falling in love with you. Well, our eyes met once on a Saturday night, it was snowing. Well, one day you walk by my porch and I'll ask for your name. But for now, I sit and I wonder.